0: Welcome to the RMM-TV Podcast. I'm Rennie McLean. We are into the supernatural. We believe that the supernatural is the way that you're to walk, the way you're to live. I'm Dr. Marina McLean, and I know that this is a time to walk naturally in the supernatural grasping all the facets and infrastructure that keeps your mind tuned to what the spirit of the lord is saying come and find out how to walk in the supernatural by becoming a subscriber to rmm tv now jesus welcome to this infinity center tonight we welcome his presence we thank you for joining us we've created an atmosphere building off of what's been happening in our mega setting our faces towards what god is getting ready to do in this season of encounters making time being prepared for the changing of the schedule being awakened in the early hours of the morning, sitting at your desk, working on a project, sitting, studying, and God invades your space. The Holy Spirit invades your space and the voice of God starts talking and you start responding. You start listening to that still, soft voice. You hear the words flowing out of your thoughts oh hallelujah that is an encounter with God being still wrestling in the middle of the night because you're tossing and turning because God has your attention and you're not quite aware of what he is saying and what he is doing and yet there is a peace in the wrestling because you know there's an identity shift oh glory be to God welcome 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 to the Infinity Center tonight. I am so thankful that you are here. Please write in in the comments where you're watching us from, uh, what time zone you are in, how impactful this presence that, that you've entered in with me is. We just keep building in this momentum. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. When we talk about encounters, I have to start with the first encounter. That sets the principle for this, and it's in it's in Genesis chapter three. We know because of how Adam fell that every day, he had every evening, God's timetable. The evening to the morning was the was God's timetable for for the for daytime. That's God's season, the early hours of the of the morning. The fourth watch, they call it, is, is God's hour. It's also the hour of, for evil that takes place. There's more suicides we've learned in these decades that take place in that fourth watch because it's the activity of the supernatural. And because of Adam's fall, we realize that God communicated with Adam and Adam every evening, And it was just normal for him to come walking in the garden. I I have this phrase that I've crafted from the rhema that God gave us years ago that uh, his um, sound precedes the presence. And so, Genesis chapter 3, verse 9 and 12, and Jehovah God called unto the man and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden. And I was afraid because I was naked. I hid myself. And he said, who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou should not eat of? And the man said, the woman that gave us to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I did eat. You know, when you have an encounter with God and you've got used to his presence showing up every day it astonishes god when you say you are afraid of him because a relationship has been built a trust has been built a timetable has been set and so when that voice came and they ran it was it was unheard of in the atmosphere i think my visual is everything changed because of not only Adam and Adam eating of the tree, but their response. To, to God's voice, everything shifted. It wasn't just them that sinned, but the whole atmosphere. When you know the atmosphere, you should be able to transition in any movement of that atmosphere. You should be able to read, we call it read an audience, read the room, read the atmosphere. What is God present to to do what has he established by his presence? Uh, Adam and Adam was used to. I'm gonna. You're gonna hear me say that a lot. Adam and Adam, the original intent, was used to when God showed up. They were always uh, present in the presence. And right here, it's a phrase I've been using a lot because I love it. It's a phrase for this season, this move of the spirit that we're in, the present presence of God. How are you present in the presence? You understand when it arrives. Oh, that's so good. You understand when it arrives. There's a shift in the whole atmosphere when the presence of God arrives. There's a shift in us. The Holy Spirit teaches us how to respond to that presence. And it's the responding to him that enables him to deliver and uh, unveil. Revelation flows out of that movement that we respond to of his presence. And Adam said, I am naked. How did he even know about nakedness? Because he was completely covered from, he was from he was created and he was made, from he was made and he was created. He knew the presence. He knew the breath. He knew the understanding of God's softness, God's teaching, God's expression. He knew it because it was naturally within him. And so to hear God, for God to hear him say, I hid because I was afraid. First of all, God showed up and they ran. They ran and hid. God is not used to uh, any of his creatures running from him at this point. He's used to when he shows up, they are ready to receive. Uh, Let's talk about original intent. Let's set the place for original intent for encounters. When God shows up, we are ready to receive because we know this presence. We know this shift of the atmosphere. We, we teach this years ago, temperature, climate, an atmosphere, all of those things, temperature and climate represents the atmosphere. As many of you know, we live here in Texas. We reside in Texas. Some of you ask, sometimes you send in messages, where are you? You know, what part of the country are you? What part of the world are you? We are based here in Texas. And before I came to Texas, I hated rain because London was a rainy climate. It, our summer was maybe three days rain, two days sunshine. And so here in Texas, it is hot. <laughs> and so when the temperature shifts, it shifts, we know there's a shift coming because there's a strong wind. And that strong wind brings in that cool air temperatures can drop in within 15 to 20 minutes with that cool wind coming in it can drop sometimes 20 degrees and more oh my goodness and just this week uh, friends of ours that are here uh, that have moved here uh, saw hailstones they, they sent me pictures of hailstones this week uh, because this is what 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 country are we in what city are we in because there's been a shift in the atmosphere, there's been a strong wind that has brought in a climate or a temperature change. It's brought in a climate, atmos- the atmospheric pressure, I like that phrase, has dropped. The intensity of heat has changed to an atmospheric drop of temperature. And so much so because of that collision of heat and cool air. I'm going to say it to you again. In that collision, that colliding of heat and cool air produce a, a, a storm that produce hailstones. We, we reserve hailstones because we think of, um, come on, the, the different... Uh, Cities here in the the United States that have um, thunderstorms and hurricanes and uh, tornadoes. And that that shift brings in sometimes hailstones that precedes that before the the thunderstorm comes. But I'm telling you, when you understand the the shifting of the atmosphere, when you can read uh, and you feel in your body, your natural body tells you, your natural senses tell you, We've gone from heat to cold. We've gone from heat to a soft breeze. That's the shifting of an atmosphere. That's that's how delicate it is in the shifting of God's presence. Oh, that is good. And so as you get used to the shift of his presence, you understand that uh, an encounter when you're not right will make you know what's wrong with you. You can live in denial for forever, but one encounter changes you because you begin to identify exactly what's wrong. The Holy Spirit is unbiased. It will search bone, it will search marrow, it will search tissues, it will search the secret intents of your heart. The things that you're not able to express, put into vocabulary, you can't express it in your anger, you can't express it in your frustration, but yet when the spirit comes, it highlights exactly what is wrong. For Adam and Adam, it was that they were naked because their nature had changed. When you have an encounter with God, everybody knows because your nature has changed. Oh, somebody should be writing that in. Your nature has changed. My nature has changed. There's been a major, some people call it turnaround. There's been a major um, shift in thinking, in attitude, and in expression. Adam knew, and he could put it in words, I'm naked. That's not a vocabulary that he that he that he knows, but he because of the DNA that God gave him, and because of the ability to name things, he could name what was wrong. My friend, what will having an encounter with God do with you? It will be it will give you the vocabulary to know and name what's wrong. Name the root of it. Get to the root of the problem and cut it off. God is doing a new thing in this season. He is awakening the spiritual DNA within every single one of us. He's awakening the reality of the revelation of who he is in this season to move you forward. It is a season of moving forward. I received a testimony uh, this week from a lady that one of our dear partners here in Texas that uh, thoroughly enjoyed. I've been getting some great responses from you, both Dr. Rainey and I've been getting some great responses from you from not only our teaching but the uh, but the others that taught right here at Megacast. And I want to share with you just a, a portion of of her of her of her encounter. It's long, but I'm just going to give you just a highlight of it and. Um, he says, in the dream, I began with looking into your eyes. This is she's talking to me, Dr. Marina. And as I did, I traveled further and further through your eyes, which he calls portals, and beyond, where then all at once you are ministering and teaching on the topic of realms. You were then using the example of me, how a business is also a realm and how to operate and cultivate in that realm, all the languages that I would use. This example was specific to my business I planned to open. And as you were showing me my product line, as an example, this was a very tangible and instructional dream. When I woke up from the twilight, I was so surprised by what you had taught me, as I never thought of a new business or businesses as a realm. That reminds me of what I heard one time that there is truly no prosperity issue, rather a glory one. That's just, just as a highlight. the 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 um, encounter was long, and I wonder why am I bringing this into incorporating this into uh, my teaching today, because. I want you to understand that in this uh, season of encounters, that's what I'm calling it, the season of encounters, Pentecost, the season of encounters, the understanding clearly uh, with such clarity what God is saying and what God is doing. God is affirming new things. Can I say that one more time? Somebody's going to write that in. God is affirming new things. I heard a young man preach uh, last weekend, and he said, "I," he said, "I have to assume or come to this conclusion. Not, I have to come to this conclusion. The reason that Gen X is struggling with who they are and what they're called to do is because they're called to do the new, and the new has no reference point." taught this for years, but to hear a young man say that it was just so enlightening because we tend to talk to um, my generation and hoping that the younger generation will catch it. But to hear a young man say to his generation, we're called to do the new. God said to Joshua, who had seen the moving of God's ways and God's works by being close to Moses. While the people, you know, I'm going to go there, while the people watched and heard um, God's orders through Moses, Moses knew the ways of God. The people knew the works of God. The more they complained was the more of God's works they saw as a nation. But Joshua um, saw God speak and do things that were new through Moses. And he watched the reaction of the people. This is going to speak to somebody. But when it was his turn to lead, God says, be strong and courageous. But hold on. Let me let me challenge somebody's thinking. I watch Moses strong and courageous. I watch Moses do the uncommon and the unknown thing through you. Are you telling me that there is more to you than just what I saw of Moses. And God was saying to him, yes, young man, be bold and be strong. And I want to speak this right here that somebody will catch it and quote it and write it and express it. God is calling Everyone that hears the sound of his voice to step out into the new. Young man, young woman that moves watching this with your parents, you have the new in your spirit, you have the new in your imagination, you have the new in your expression. And God is challenging you in, in his encounters with you in this season. Everyone that has breath in this season, God is challenging you to encounter Him. Know your nakedness. Own your deficit, but own the spirit of the living God that is calling you into his expression of the new, into his expression of the higher things. I love talking about realms because you cannot talk about the heavens without talking about the realms. You cannot talk about the heavens without talking about the uh, credibility of God's sovereignty that needs nothing and no one to affirm it. It is affirmed by him and through him. He introduces you into his realm by speaking to you and calling you in. Oh, hallelujah. I can't even repeat that because that was such... For more Breakthrough Encounters, visit us on rmm.live.